Hey, you're listening to the Debt-Free CEO Podcast, where you'll learn ways to manage your finances in your personal or business life to set you on the path to debt-free and on to financial freedom. I'm Megan, your debt-free finance coach, former high school math teacher, now a debt-free entrepreneur. In 2021, I paid off $53,000 worth of debt in 12 months so that I could walk away from the classroom. Whether you're on the path to debt-free or looking for ways to manage your finances better, you're in the right place. Walking the path to financial freedom doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Hey friends, welcome back. Today's episode is going to have everything and anything to do with mortgages. What's a mortgage? When you buy a house, you need a loan to buy that house most of the time. And when you take out that loan, you now have what's called a mortgage, okay? Today we're gonna chat all about them. And I want to chat about this because I know a lot of us either have the goal of owning a home or we already do own one. And you'll sometimes hear people say, oh, I'm debt free. And people will ask, oh, does that include your mortgage? I'm one of those people. (laughs) And I always say, oh, no, not at all, because paying my mortgage off is not a goal of mine right now because I have other financial goals. So I'm going to really dive into the nitty gritty of all of that today. I want to make sure that you know about my free community that I have for people that are trying to pay off debt, people that want to pursue freelancing, people that want to earn an extra book, whatever it may be. I have a free community for you. You can find that in the show notes and make sure that you join there so that we can be on this journey together. Let's get started. Almost every person has the goal of buying a home or owning a home outright. I'm one of those people when I graduated college, I immediately knew I wanted to buy a house. I didn't want to put my money towards renting because I knew I wouldn't get any of that investment back. I understand that not everybody can and has the luxury to buy a home depending on their financial situation. And that's okay. I'm not talking to you at this exact moment in time, right? For me, I wanted to buy that home as soon as I graduated college so that I could start investing my money long-term. So that's what I did. If you're not there yet because your job or your financial situation doesn't account or doesn't allow for that, then I'm going to talk to you today on things that you can do to help you get in the situation to buy a home. Also going to talk to people that are on the fence of maybe they can financially afford a home, but they hear things like, oh my gosh, the interest rates are so high or home prices are so high, right? I'm going to be explaining and diving into all of that today. The main thing that I want to talk about is I'm going to break down two things in this episode. Number one, is now the time to buy a home with interest rates and home prices so high? And number two, if all I have left to pay off is my mortgage, should that be a concern of mine? Let's get into it. If you live anywhere in the United States, then I'm sure you know that interest rates have been at an all-time high the last year or two, including home prices. This can make it really difficult for people that want to buy a home. I bought my home back in 2018. So I got my home, truthfully, at a steal. The interest rate was a little high at the time, but nothing like what people are paying currently. Times have changed from 2018 to 2023. That's five years ago, right? 
I'm not living in the same world that I was five years ago. I can't go out and buy my house right now at the same price that I bought it at in 2018, which really brings up a good point that I'm going to hit home in later. Because of interest rates and the high home prices, this can make it difficult for people to buy a home and not to mention taking in the factors of your credit score and the debt that you already currently have on your plate, right? There's a lot of factors that go into getting qualified for a home loan, a mortgage. And those two things specifically, the interest rates and the home prices can make it difficult for you to decide, yes, that you're ready to buy a home. But here's the thing. I know home prices are high right now, but they're only going to continue to increase the longer you wait. So in 2018, if I had said, hmm, I don't think I want to buy a home yet. I want to rent and wait. If I would have waited to buy my house right now that I currently live in, I would be paying at least $100,000 more than I got it for. If that doesn't put things into perspective, I don't know what does, right? All of that to say, the longer you wait to buy a house, the more you're going to pay for that house. So you might as well, if you can, if you can, if you can, if you can, okay, you might as well really look into purchasing the house now rather than later because you're going to save money in the long run. Now, the other part is the interest rates. I know people are scared or worried and they're like, man, interest rates are just so high. I'm going to wait until they go down. Okay, here's the deal. Interest rates will go down. That is a guaranteed eventually, right? Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, maybe not even six months from now, but eventually they will go back down. What will not go back down is the price of real estate. Real estate is such a good financial investment that it's not going to go down. If you're waiting for the market to crash, if you're waiting for your $500,000 home to be worth $5, I see those memes all the time and I laugh and I'm sure you see them too and maybe it makes you giggle as well. That's just not the reality of it. That's not going to happen. So don't wait for it to happen. But what will go down is interest rates. And when they do, that's the perfect opportunity for you to refinance your house for a lower rate. But with the longer that you wait, the higher you're going to pay for that home that you're looking for. So buy now, refinance later, and I promise you, you're going to save money in the long run and you're making a good investment by buying a house. Buying a home is not a bad investment by any means. Even if you buy the house at a nine, 10% interest rate, you can always refinance that later for five, six, whatever the rates go down to. I'm not sure. And as it pertains to purchasing a house, all of this goes without saying, but shop within your means. And that goes with everything when you live life, right? We don't need to live for other people. We don't need to live this high society life for others, right? Live within your means, live what works for you and your family and shop within your means. Just because the bank qualifies you for a certain amount doesn't mean that you have to buy that much. You still want to be able to live happy and not drowning month to month in your mortgage payment, especially if interest rates are high. That's going to further increase your mortgage payment as well. So make sure that when you are house shopping, if you get pre-qualified or qualified for a loan and you decide that you're ready to make that step, let's say you get qualified for $500,000, I would encourage you to look lower than that because you can always 
you know, increases. Let's say you're, you got qualified for 500,000, but you're shopping in the 400,000s. If you find something that you love at 400,000, then yes, you just got a bargain. But if you, oh my gosh, sidebar, stay off Zillow, stay off Zillow, stay off Zillow, stay off Zillow. Those home prices are so not accurate. Anyways, <laughs> back to it. If you are shopping within the $400,000 price point, right? You have wiggle room. If you do find something that is a little higher than four, you know that you can shop within 500, but don't start at 500 because of course, everybody's always gonna like the higher priced item. I mean, that's just normal nine times out of 10. If you have a three bedroom house without a pool and you have a five bedroom house with a pool, I'm probably going to want the one that's got the pool rather than one that doesn't have the pool, right? But the ones with the pool is going to be more expensive. So shop within your means. Try to shop lower if you can, because that will help your monthly payment. Therefore, you're not drowning month to month with your mortgage payment alone. Next thing I want to talk about is let's say you currently have a mortgage and that's your only debt. If you listened to the previous podcast, I talked about what debt to pay off first. And I said, start with your highest paying debt all the way down to your lowest paying debt. And now that I realize I didn't even mention mortgage payments in there when it comes to paying off debt, because I'm just simply not worried about it over time. That is because you can have your money working for you and doing better things for you than worrying about paying off a $200,000, $300,000, $400,000, whatever dollar loan that is going to take a very, very, very long time. Here's my rule of thumb when it comes to debt payoff. If your money can grow at a higher interest rate than the one that you would be paying off, then don't focus your efforts on paying it off. For example, Okay. My interest rate on my house is in the threes. I don't know exactly. I would have to look it up, but I have money growing right now via savings account, via investment fund, whatever it may be growing at least, at least four to 5%. I would be losing money if I focused my efforts on paying off my home, meaning I have money that can grow somewhere else higher than I would be spending money on a interest paying loan via my mortgage. Okay. So really think about that. And I know not everybody's in that situation. Some people just want to buy a house and that's a big goal for them. And I think that you should buy a home. Buying a home is a wonderful investment because when you rent, you're taking your cash every single month and you're throwing it down the toilet. When you buy a home, you are going to get a return on some of that investment. You're not going to get all of it back. That's not realistic, right? You could get more back or you could get exactly what you put into it right back. And that is what I consider a blessing. So I hope that makes sense. And this is exactly why I'm not worried about paying off our mortgage is because we have an interest rate that's in the threes, but I have money growing elsewhere at four, five, six, seven, ten percent 10%, right? And so I would much rather my money grow at those higher interest rates than be spending my money putting it towards my mortgage that isn't going to grow anything. I mean, yes, my my investment will grow over time, meaning when I go to sell my home, it will most likely be worth more than when I bought it, but my money is not physically going to grow. When I pay off my $200,000 house, that $200,000 house isn't going to sit there and grow like $200,000 would in a bank. Does that make sense? $200,000 sitting there in a house is at a standstill and 
the the real estate is only going to grow what the market will grow it. My $200,000 on the bank could grow at four, five, six, seven, ten, 10, whatever interest rate that I have it invested in. And that is going to be a heck of a lot better than it just sitting there in a paid off home. Does that make sense? I do want to close by saying this. If you do have the desire to pay extra on your mortgage, some people do, some people don't. It's your prerogative. It's your choice. Um, You are allowed to make your own choices and you are allowed to do what you think is best for your family and our views may not align. So I don't want you to ever feel like I'm telling you that you have to do this one way and this one way only. Absolutely not. Do what works for you. Do what's best for you. Do what's going to make you feel good and give you a sense of satisfaction. But if you do have the desire to pay extra on your mortgage, there's a few things that you can do. You can pay your mortgage every two weeks, meaning there's 52 weeks in the year. If you pay every two weeks instead of once a month, you will have ended up sending an extra payment to your home mortgage every single year. So that's one way. The other way is you can send an extra 20, 30, 40, 100 dollars, whatever it may be, a month to your principal and that will give you years back on your loan, meaning if you have a 30-year mortgage, if you pay even just a little bit, you can knock off years on the end of that. So instead of it taking 30 years, it could take you 20, 25 and so forth. The other thing that I've seen people do is when they go to get their mortgage, they not everybody has to do a 30 year loan. That is just standard because the alternative is usually really expensive. But if you've owned your home for a while and you're like, okay, look, I think we have some money that could be put elsewhere. Let's see if we can refinance our house. And instead of keeping it at at your 30 year loan, you can refinance it to a 15 year loan, which will help you pay off your house a lot faster. Instead of 30 years, you're paying it off at 15 years, which would save you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on interest. I could do a whole podcast episode on that too, let's be honest. All of this to say, I want to close this episode by saying, buy the house. If you can afford the house, buy the house. Refinance later. Don't let the crazy market right now scare you or deter you because I promise you, if you wait, you're going to pay more for that house than you would if you were to have bought it six months from now, a year from now, whatever it is. The home value is going to keep increasing. So the longer you wait, the more you're going to spend. Personal opinion, but don't worry about paying off your house. Use your money elsewhere, like growing your investments for retirement and for your family's future. And the home mortgage will come when it comes, right? If you have a 30-year loan, you will be 50, 60, whatever it is in no time and it will be paid off and yeah, you won't have to worry about it ever again. Put your money elsewhere for the time being so that you can retire when you get to 50, 60, 70 and you don't have to work the rest of your life. I have helped people clean up their credit. I have helped people get qualified for a home loan, right? Via my debt payoff methods and strategies. And so if you find yourself in this position specifically, if buying a home is something that is on your bucket list, then I want to sit down with you and I want to help you reach that goal. I love owning our home. I think homeownership is beautiful, even though it comes with its own set of things like air conditioning, lawn care, maintenance, whatever it may be. Owning a home is wonderful and it is a great investment because as we get further down the road, if we decide that we want a bigger home as our family grows, we can always use this home that we have as a rental property, which is residual income, extra income for my family with doing minimal work. 
So if you find yourself in that situation, I want to help you. Let's sit down and let's work together via one-on-one call or monthly coaching, monthly working together, because I would love to help you get into your dream home. That's all for now. If you have any podcast recommendations, please shoot me an email. I would love to hear what you want to hear and I will see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Debt-Free CEO Podcast. Make sure you leave us a review and check us out on meganmendez.com. Connect with me on Instagram and Facebook at meganmendez underscore underscore. In the meantime, happy budgeting. See you next time.